Hello everyone, welcome to the Copy Run Live, episode 437. It is I, your host, Nicola Morass, working all things visibility, stepping into the spotlight, and being your freaking amazing self. So really interesting, I was just about to go live and you know as you do, you look at your phone, you check your notifications and I actually had a quick look at a, um, at a notification from 2013. Hey Gaia, happy Monday, happy Sunday night. And um, what was really, really interesting, hey Joe, what was really interesting uh, was to see a post that I had written in 2013 uh, where I was, the, the link was promoting a webinar, but the, the rest of the post was kind of writing the way that I, I, I still tend to write now. Kind of long, um, but really, you know, tapping into some of my stuff, knowing how a lot of how you guys are feeling with stepping up and stepping in. I just thought, isn't this fascinating? So I did a really quick trip down memory lane, and I was thinking about the way that my business model worked in 2013 compared to kind of what it looks like now. So I thought I would share a little bit of that with you and a reminder that there's, you know, there's no right or wrong with what it is that you choose to do. It's just about making a choice and then staying the course for as long as is necessary, right? Or for as long as is viable or for as long as it is working for you. So, Let's flash back to 2013 and, and I was doing a lot of, making a lot of money, doing really, really well, it was awesome. And I was selling programs and courses. I, I had nothing under six grand, right? Except for Sales and Marketing Spy School, which was an event, a four day event that I was selling for between $1,500 and $2,500 once a year. So the only way that you could kind of do, do much of anything with me in 2013 was in the in the more higher end stuff, the higher level training, uh, consulting, one on one coaching, like mastermind, like that kind of level, and then everything else was well. The the lowest that I had was um, that fifteen hundred dollars. Sorry, my hair is driving me. Can we just talk about my hair for a second? I'm just gonna interrupt my little monologue because my hair is driving me crazy. It's um, I washed it today and it's slowly growing, right? but it's not doing anything that it's supposed to be doing. And I've, I'm very fresh faced and not feeling ridiculously attractive this morning. So thank you for bearing with me through my not amazingness. So, or me not feeling amazingness. So now that that's all out of the way, <laughs> try to hit her off because now I'm flushed. So, um, 2013 was a really, it was a really interesting year. It was a year for me where I was really happy to just kind of try anything. It was, it was anything goes. And I, I remember working with some really amazing people, some amazing people that came through in 2013. We moved into this house. Um, I hit some really massive goals. Hey, Carol. Um, and, and was able to help a lot of people all over the world actually um, that year. And and I thought, you know, when I, I looked back at the piece of writing today, it's like, wow, that's still really relevant. You know, a lot of us, if you haven't um, read it, I, I literally just shared it back to the page again, maybe 10 minutes ago before hitting go live on here. And it just, it was really, 
it was really interesting because it was a year of um, really kind of experimenting with my business and with the business model. And, and what it made me think about is how like these days it can be like we, we all want to know what the shortcut is to making more money. We all want to know what the shortcut is to helping more people. We all want to know like what the shortcut is. What's the magic pill? And I mean, it was it was the same back then. Hey, Linda, good morning. Thank you for saying hello. Um, I, I really appreciate it. I really love it when you guys say hi and, and interact with me. Thank you. It lets me know that I'm not just sitting here talking into a void. <laughs> so thank you. Um, you know, it, it really, it was really um, like the feeling that I know a lot of you have is is this because I've I felt it and I feel it still sometimes now where there's this kind of like this pull to where you're going and then there's like this this pull back the other way this kind of like resistance to like as to where you are and and trying to resolve that a lot of us think this okay well I've got to I've got to shift things I've got to change things up I, I've got to create a new program I've got to do something differently maybe I should just be selling things for ten dollars and and sell thousands of them maybe I should just sell things for ninety seven dollars and sell thousands of them maybe I should sell something for ten thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars and you know try that and I guess the thing is is that the, the, the best piece of advice that I can possibly give you is to know what your options are, but then test it and you've got to stay the course. So for instance, with the, um, like I, I, for a really long time, I only promoted one-on-one work. So 2011, 2012, 2010, 2011, 2012 was a lot of one-on-one work for me. And I was doing all of this and I ran out of time, which is why I then started. It's like new new level, new problem, right? It's like, okay, so I've got all of these people. That's great, but I've created an income ceiling for myself. So how am I going to get past that? How am I going to shift that? And so I implemented an eight-week program and started teaching through that. So that this is going into um, Frank Kern coined the phrase, I believe, um, the high-paid advisor model. And the mentors that I was working at the time were working with him at the time. And that was where instead of selling all of these smaller, cheaper things, you just go straight in at anywhere from like four, five, six, seven thousand, eight thousand dollars, and you get people in that, and then you they they might go up into your one-on-one coaching or you they might go up into a mastermind or something like that. So it's more of a high ticket model. We heard a lot in 2013, 2014, 2015 about high ticket models, high ticket sales and and things like that. And it worked and it was great. But for me, you know, it was really interesting. I was, I delivered a training this morning and I was saying that when back then, when I was doing that, I was making 40, 50 calls a day, um, like dialing people. These are people who asked for phone calls, right? Um, 40, 50 dials a day to get through to maybe 20 odd people to have full conversations with maybe four or five people and make one or two sales a day. It was great. But part of, like, let me rephrase that. The people were great and the money was great, but I was working uh, insane numbers of hours trying to keep the ball rolling, right? It's like dialing 40 or 50, 40, 50, sometimes 80 phone numbers a day is really fucking draining and I'm chained to my desk. 
right? I can't move. I can't leave. I've got piles of paper this high, you know, sitting there that I had to go through. It sounds, it sounds really terrible. And I'm not saying, I'm not telling you this or sharing this with you to sound ungrateful, uh, but more to, to share with you and impress upon you that if you're wondering if there is a better way, there probably is, but the results may not be the same, or it might look a little bit different to kind of what you thought right? Like it, it's just, but you've also got to put your, you've got to do your time. So I did all of that, really, really did my time. And, you know, what got me was that I, I thought, right, well, the only way to now scale is to build teams. So the business model that I'm talking about at the moment is a high paid advisor model where it's kind of like a descension model, right? So you've got ascension models where people go from free to cheap to not so cheap to kind of cheap, but not really very cheap. And then more and more expensive excuse me, as they move through your stuff. And then you've got the high paid advisor model. So this is the high paid advisor model. And it worked like a dream. It was, it was amazing. But I am very driven by, by both structure and freedom. And I suspect you probably are as well. Like I want to be able to go away when I want to be able to go away. I want to be able to go to the gym when I want to go to the gym, assuming it's not Corona time. Uh, like I want, I want to hang out with my kids when they're on holidays. I wanted all of that. Hey Kim, and but for me, like having feeling like I had to sit on the phone all day every day was just. It was like it, it eroded that very thing that I was trying to create. There was no choice. There was no freedom. Yeah, I had great money, but you know, it wasn't worth the price that I was paying for me. And so I thought, right, well, I don't want to do that. So let's start growing team. Like let's build team. And so I had salespeople, I had a PA, I had a like a, a home help person and it was all well and good until it's not good. <laughs> and, you know, it was just kind of like, like for what reason when you run your numbers, hey Kim, <laughs> glad to see you. Thank you for commenting. Hey Sarah. Uh, it was that thing where it was really, really good until it until it wasn't. I felt like there was so much stress and so much pressure because when you start hiring more and more people, you've got more infrastructure costs, right? The, the reality is you've got more infrastructure costs. So if you want people to do the things that you don't want to do, you've got to hire someone to do that. Unless you've got children who are willing to work for free and, you know, when they were that young, they were not willing to do that. So... There was a kind of thing where I've gone, okay, well, I don't know what to do here because, you know, my average sales were around eight grand per person, which is great. Cost per acquisition was really low, maybe about $500. So for every $500 I was spending, I was making between five and 10 grand. Really fucking awesome return on investment, right? So, but you've got to put in a lot of money to get that ball rolling and then everything kind of snowballs from there and it was really it was really really good but it was a very expensive for me a very expensive business model to run so it when I when I decided to kind of like shift and change and and this is sort of what I've been reflecting on it's like okay well if I if I want choice and freedom Right. If those two things are the, the, the biggest things that I really crave and that I really missed actually through that time, then what do I need to do? How do I need to shift and evolve and change things so that I've got that? Because I don't want to be on call every minute of every day. That's not what I want, right? I'm happy at, if, if I've got clients at a really high level, then you know what? I'm, I'm super happy to be available for them. But at the, the, the way that I built things, I, I was not happy with that. 
So I decided to kind of shift things up a bit and it took, you know, you know, when you're really warm and it's, it's winter here in Australia, right? So it's cold, it's cold here. So, you know, when you're really warm inside and the heater is going and, you know, the furnace is going and you're nice and toasty and warm and it's really, really cold outside and you're like, okay, I'm going to have to go out there, but it, it's, it takes a lot of effort to kind of get over the threshold. You've got it like for me, it's like I've got to have my jacket on and my scarf and my beanie and my shoes and, you know, like just try and be as warm as possible. And it's kind of like, okay, out the door. And then, and then you're off and you're out and, and, you, and it's good when you're going, right? But sometimes that initial thing is really hard. Some people find this with going to the gym that if you like trying to get out of the door to go to the gym is sometimes the hardest thing. I have found in my experience that shifting a business model is a bit like that. It's a bit like I, I had this, I could, I knew that I was probably going to like it, but I was really nervous about it not working because I knew the high ticket thing worked. I, um, I was really nervous that it would, you know, there's this the bullshit that we tell ourselves. So I'm journaling, journaling today and I'm like, wah, wah, wah. I was writing some shit. Oh, you know, like he has this like direct from my journal this morning. I've been feeling stalled, but it's the same at the same time growing. It's really weird, I guess. And what I feel like is that I've just got bullshit, like this big, bullshit in in my journal is like that is total horseshit Nicola you are completely full of shit and and I think like this is this is part of the thing that we do we get uh like so caught up in our own bullshit around why we're not where we want to be or around why we can't change what it is that we want to change or why we can't do what it is that we want to do, why we can't say what we want to say, why we can do all of the things or why we are doing the things and it's all complete bullshit, right? Because you, you can make anything work. If it's aligned and if you've got the staying power to get it going and to dig in, you will. it will work. So I was talking to um, uh, Jesse Alexander last week, amazing country music artist in the States, real like gracious, amazing, badass person. And, um, you know, one of the things that I asked her is like, what do you, what do you think is actually necessary for success? And she said, passion and persistence. And I said, yeah, okay, that's really interesting. Um, because I think that's the stuff that I see with small business owners everywhere. You know, I mean, the music industry is insanely tough to make it like in order to get out there and, and, and be picked and be chosen and pick up a deal and, you know, this, that, and the other. And, and I think like we're a bit, a bit lucky in the world of small business where so long as we can be visible, we, we don't, we're not reliant on a record label picking us up, right? We're, we're just really reliant on getting our message in front of the right people and having them go like, oh, yes, thank fuck, finally. You know, this is exactly what I need. Hey, Jill, great to see you. Happy Sunday night. And, you know, I, I guess like the thing, if, if you really want to make it, you can make any business model work if you are willing to be persistent and if you've got the passion to keep going. And, and sometimes, and it's annoyingly so sometimes, the people who are less talented than you will make it, right? The people who are less talented than you will make it if they have got the grit and the persistence and the passion to keep on going and just to keep trying and to keep going and to keep trying and you've got to have staying power. 
there's also I guess that thing where you, you've got to be mindful of making the best and the right decisions that you can make for yourself right now because that's also really key and that is going to change. You, you are not the same person you were five years ago. I'm not the same person I was when I started this business 10 years ago. Shit. I, um, this time four years ago, we had a funny that all these memories are coming up actually. Um, there's a memory that came up in my husband's phone and my phone this morning. We were traveling to the UK this time four years ago. So in 2016, four years. And Dom's like, wow, that's gone really fast. And I said, yeah, but no. So like, think about the last four years. Think about what, like, think about what 2016 was like. 2016 was a, a really fucked year for us in a, um, in a manner of speaking. Um, and like personally rather and it was just really i mean really really curious to see or to think it's like wow this has happened since then and this has happened since then and this has happened since then we are not the same people we were back then we're completely different um they're still at heart the same people but completely different and so your business if you think about think about your business like a relationship right? And the, and the tools that you use within your business can almost be a little bit like a relationship as well. So the, the way that you sell is a bit like a relationship. The way that you market is a relationship, but the, also the way that you, the way that you deliver what you deliver is like a relationship. And some relationships are like, what is it? Like reason, season, and there's something else that I can't remember. There's a reason for it. There's a season for it. Reason, is it reason, season, lifetime, maybe um it's like friendships right there's a you're friends with people usually for a reason or for a season or for a life is that right if anyone can remember what the three are let me know because i can't i think that's what they were but your business model it's like you're not you're not married to your business model in the way that it looks right now right so right now if you're doing a whole lot of one-on-one -on -one stuff that's great that might serve you and serve your people for the next six to 12 months. But that doesn't mean that in the next six to 12 months, you can't then change it within it. You're not divorcing your business. You're just kind of like wearing some sexy lingerie or like going on a dirty weekend or, you know, that's not even true. But reconnecting, you know, finding a way to, to reconnect and fall back in love with your business. Because here's the thing, you know, we all know that a bit of racy lingerie like is, is great for during the thing, but it's not the thing that is going to make your marriage work for the foreseeable future, for, for eternity, right? Maybe that's just me. I don't know. I don't think so. So, you know, like a quick little tool might get you some result, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be long lasting. You've got to have a look at, all right, well, if this is the track that I'm going to go down, let's just, you know, commit to that, go the distance and then make a new decision later on if you need to. So an ascension model, what that looks like, just because I talked about the decension model a fair bit. So the decension model or the, or the high ticket advisor, high paid advisor model is where you people come in and they, they pretty much pay you a fair chunk of money from the word go, like $2,500 and up. A, an ascension model is where people come in and they might pay you $7 for something at the start and then $97. And then maybe the next thing that you release is like $150 or $250 or $500. And then the next thing that you offer is, is the next thing up. So at the moment, I'm running Contentology and running that into July, which is 97 bucks, right? And super amazing daily bits of information and uh, sorry inspiration and motivation to get you getting your content out there 
some people who were in that in June have gone into the program that starts today actually called Funnelicious, which is all about bringing people in through your marketing funnel, helping them learn to get to know you like you trust you, having a bunch of that automated so that you don't have to sit there and email everybody individually and also have a way of, of connecting with people outside of social media, which is crucially important to you um, building a sustainable business. And then like some people from Funnelicious, for instance, will then go into maybe an event or they might go into, like they might want one-on-one or they might come into Rebel Squad, which is our mastermind, or they might want me for a three-month accelerator program, you know, to really kick their ass for three months and, you know, on the one-on-one. On the so it just depends, like that's what, a, that's what an Ascension model looks like where they, where you've got lower end offers and people kind of like self-select as they, as they oscillate up into the next thing and then into the next thing. And some people just kind of like hang here for a bit. Some people bounce straight out and then other people will, will buy more and more from you. The average upsell, so, and this is self-selected. The average number of people that will buy something and then going up for into something else is about 25%. So, you know, in, into the next thing that you're selling. So even though they might start at like $97 or, or something like that, if your next program's a bit more expensive because, excuse me, because they trust you more or that next program solves their next problem for them, then 20% of people will buy that. And, and actually it might be even more like 30 or 40 or 50% in, in your case, depending on what you're doing. And then of those people, more people will leverage up into the new thing. Some people will come straight in at that $500 mark, for example, and then some of those will upgrade and some of them won't. So that's what an Ascension model looks like. It's a really, um, to me, it's it, it depending. So long as you're not out there trying to, you know, run webinars to sell these low end things, you you really want to be strategic about how you're doing it. But if you're looking at an ascension model, it's a really great way of growing and building your business incrementally over time. The trick is, is it requires staying power, right? You have to keep working it because. You've got to keep bringing in new people and new people to be able to, for you to be able to manage your cash flow, right? So to me, you know, I was telling you before that, that freedom and choice were really important to me. The benefit in my mind of an Ascension model like that is that you've got to spend, because the, 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 the commitment financially is lower, you don't need to spend time with people on the phones generally to get those sales happening, right? Whereas if you're going into something that's maybe five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars, most people want to have a conversation with you before jumping in and doing that, right? They just want to understand and make sure that they're safe, that you can help them, that that it's the right fit. But at ninety-seven dollars or even sometimes five hundred dollars, you know, it's a type of thing where they're prepared to take a little bit more risk because there's not so much financial skin in the game, uh, but it will still pay off. So they're the two types of models, high ticket advisor or high paid advisor model, which kind of like comes in at the, at the higher level. And then you've got that Ascension model. This, the Ascension model really is going to require you to work that puppy for at least two or three years, at least two or three years for you to be able to build volume, unless you've got a fuck ton of money to put in at the front end for traffic. So just bear all of those things in mind. 
I hope that helps you. I trust that that helps you. We are going into more of that with Funalicious, which is starting today. I'm so excited. And you can find out more about that there. You can find out more about that there. You can find out more about that here. Let me just put that in there so that you've got that. Hopefully you guys can see that. You should be able to see that in the link there. Let me know what you're working on today. I'm excited to hear what you guys are up to or if you have a, like, what do you want? Would you prefer an Ascension model? Would you prefer a high paid advisor model? Like what, what would work better for you or what are you doing? What have you found? Um, so there you go. The way that you'll be in the next two years won't be the way that you are today. It'll be really interesting. I can't wait to see what these next couple of years hold. It goes through, it goes in the blink of an eye and it can also feel like it takes forever. So I'm going to love you and leave you. Jump into Funalicious if you are not already in there. If you have questions, just message me. You know where to find me. And in the meantime, get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it. And remember, the world is ready for your brand of awesome. I will see you tomorrow, if not before.